Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If it's your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not, welcome back friends and family. Either way, I am blessed to have you here today. Um, if you guys have been following me on YouTube, you will know that, hold on real quick. You will know that I have been going through it, uh, specifically like this last week yesterday actually like it was like a build-up but yesterday was really really emotional for me um I haven't felt like that like that in a long time and so what it is is you know there's a lot of things that I'm doing you know in the kingdom and I believe like the enemy just comes harder it's this war it's warfare right so if I go harder in Christ, then the enemy goes harder, right? So it's, it was that whole thing, and uh, it is what it is. I'm just blessed to be in a different place right now, and glory be to God. Um, and thank you guys for praying, too, because your girl needs it. <laughs> just being real. I need it. But you guys know how I do. When the enemy hits me, you know, we got to hit back harder. And so that's where I am right now. I'm up, ready, refreshed back in the game, right? But um anyway, I hope you guys are doing well though. I've been praying for you guys too. Um and hoping that y'all not <laughs> going through it like that like that. But yeah, so um today's gonna be different. It's gonna be really, really chill. I don't even have scriptures for today. Like how I envision it is if we go back to like elementary school or middle school. Remember when we had like chill days, like towards the end of the semester. Some days the teachers would be super chill. I don't know, maybe it was just me, but I had teachers who would be like super chill. And I feel like that's what God wanted me to do today. Um, Because I always pray and ask him like, what should I speak? Because this is his, like this is his platform. And I'm his vessel. And um, when I asked them, surprisingly, he was like, just process with them. And I'm going to explain more. But um, first, let me just jump into these announcements. So the first one is, if you're new to the to the podcast, I do have a YouTube channel. If you haven't already joined, go ahead, join the family if you are led, of course. Um, second announcement, if you want to talk one-on-one with me on a personal level, email me at I get it ministry at gmail.com or if this is easier for people I guess I don't know Brianna Brandon for Christ and it's the number four so Brianna Brandon for Christ at gmail.com go ahead and book a session with me and um this is only for my ladies so I just have to say that um but if you're if you're not a lady or say you don't want to book a session with me, that's perfectly fine. You still have access to me. Go ahead and email me at briannabrandonforchrist at gmail.com and I will respond to you as soon as possible. We can talk about whatever via email. I personally like to read and write, so it's no big deal. You can send me an essay. I'm going to just take my time and make sure I get it all, but (laughs) you're good either way. Either way, you still have access to me. So like I was saying, um... The reason for this episode um, is that this is for those who can relate to um, feeling as though like you struggle with like self-worth, self-worth or like your value. Like um, 
I, and I mean, I guess we can just bunch it together and say like um, self-esteem issues or not issues. I don't know what word to call it, but when um when God was talking to me and I was reflecting and processing on my own things and my own you know struggles emotionally coming up getting to this point what it was is it was just I was struggling with my self-worth and so um God wanted me to talk about that today for those who can relate because hold on because this is uh the foundation for this vision God gave me so I'm actually working on something that I believe will bless you guys I have not been released to talk about it yet but I'm working on something. So this is literally the foundation. So God wanted us to reflect first. It's so important to um, reflect, I believe, and go back as far as you can. Because honestly, like I am no psychiatrist. I don't have a degree in anything like that. I just have experience. And um, in my wilderness season, literally God was my counselor. And God literally had me doing things that I didn't even know was done professionally, okay? So I I have an idea of what I'm talking about. If it's for you, cool. If it's not, cool, right? And so um, God was showing me it's so important that we go back because a lot of the, some of the reasons that we are the way we are today as adults is because of the past, And what I mean is if you're struggling with something negatively, sometimes it's due to things that has happened in the past. If you have not dealt with it yet, I'm going to talk about that more. I'm not saying this is just an absolute and this is for every single body. Of course not. But I feel like a lot of us, um, I can speak for women, particularly some of us women, we struggle with our values and worth. And sometimes we put a lot of our value into man's hands, like because of that. Like, let me just get into it first. So first, let me open up in prayer. Father, we thank you so much for today. I thank you, Father God, for allowing me to be your vessel, to be your mouthpiece. I pray, Father God, today that um, whoever is listening will be blessed by um, my processing in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you too, God, will reach them. You will touch their hearts and begin to heal. God, I pray that you will um, open their hearts, open their minds, open their ears, God, so that they can be full aware of things that you want to point out, God, so that you can touch those areas and heal and make us whole, Lord. Um, I surrender my my channel to you. I humble myself and I pray that you have your way, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, y'all already know me. I'm like an open book. I talk about everything. <laughs> I just feel like this is how God wired me. I've always been this way. I'm not exactly private. I'm working on being more private about certain things because, you know, God tells me, bro, you ain't got to say every single thing and tell every detail. But I'm just comfortable with just being open. So, um,. Pretty much, I'm going to take you guys on a timeline from, I don't know, just the timeline of things that have increasingly had made myself or things that have devalued, devalued my self-worth as I got older, (laughs) if that makes sense. So 
let me start with my daddy issues, right? So as a little girl, um, I've never, I, I won't say that I always had a bad relationship with my father. I remember being daddy's girl. Like I remember asking my daddy for stuff and he would say yes to everything. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good thing, <laughs> but I remember that. Um, I have a lot of good memories with my father, but then I noticed maybe around seven, eight or so. Um, I don't know what I think is my dad was going through some things. Okay. And it's not an excuse. He was going through some things, but then he became a little, uh, he became verbally abusive. Like he would say some hurtful things to me out of anger, out of frustration. And whether he, whether it was his truth or not, it scarred me. So, um, my dad would just, I don't want to just put them all out there like that, but (laughs) pretty much he would say some hurtful things to me and it lowered my self-esteem. So then I became self-conscious of my looks. And let me just tell you guys, I was like that awkward looking girl. Well, how I felt growing up is I was awkward because I was very different. I'm 5'11", so I was very tall in elementary school. Um, I was tall. I had big feet. I had very long. Fi- I had very long fingers. Um, my hair was very thick, and honestly, I did not like the way my mom did my hair. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, so my hair is super thick. I had dark. Cir- I still have dark circles um, around my eyes. My teeth were crooked. Jeez, and that's why I think my teeth. I um, even now, like my teeth are pretty straight. But because I had braces for a while, but I'm still, you guys, like I'm going to get braces again because I want them perfect, like per- like flawless. Like I want them flawless. And it's I don't know, maybe it's still some healing that I need to do regarding my teeth. Right. But I was very self-conscious about that. People talked about my teeth. People talked about my height. People talked about my weight because I was very thin and, you know, <sighs> I mean, I get it, you know, um, for women who are of a larger size, you know, yeah, we, we know that some people get talked about, right, because of their weight. But I feel like a lot of people don't talk about people who are underweight. And I don't even think I was underweight. I was just slim. So I was very slim. Um, and I would be talked about and people would make jokes about me needing to eat more. Um, people make jokes about, you know, taking some, you know, meat off their body and putting it on me. And it was just, ugh, you know, so I always wanted to be thick, all this stuff, right? Um, and this was literally from elementary to college. College is when I had like this false uh, confidence in myself, but I'm just going too far. Like I'm going ahead of myself, so... In elementary, also, um, boys didn't like me because I was taller than them. I get it. It's a little intimidating, right? But (laughs) there were boys that were like, they're short (laughs) or whatever. Like, I think they're taller now, but (laughs) excuse me, y'all. Like, I'm just laughing. But anyway, so there was that. Me being rejected by boys, me being rejected by my father, me being talked about by my friends. Um, and let's not talk about wanting to fit in, right? Because I think that's all we all want, really, 
is to fit in and me being in elementary school. My dad, uh, you know, my parents, they didn't, they didn't give us every single thing that we wanted. I understand now being a parent, I don't blame them. I get it. But, you know, being a kid, you don't understand finances. You don't understand budgeting. You don't care about that. All you care about is, okay, everybody else has it. I'm like, I don't want to be, you know, the oddball. So I need to fit in, right? Because that's where we put our worth and our values into material things, okay? That stuff starts early, right? So then fast forward, I get to middle school, um... Now I'm starting to develop. By sixth grade, I like looked down one day and I was like, oh, I have boobs. Okay. Right. It was just, I don't know. I don't know how they came about. (laughs) It's just, I went from being flat chested to not like literally it was, I don't want to be too, um, graphic, but anyway, so, um, I was, I was pretty shaped, you know, and I didn't know that though. Like, which is the weirdest thing. I look back at my pictures and I'm like, what i i low-key had a little figure i didn't even know so anyway um i noticed that boys now were teasing me in sixth grade they're teasing me about having boobs um they're teasing me about like my thighs and the ratio of my butt like all this stuff like they're teasing me and i'm just like okay still feeling like insecure and so seventh grade like everything changes. So I met my now husband, right? And oh my gosh, every time I talk about how we met, <clears throat> I just smile. Hold on, you guys. I don't I don't know why like my throat keeps doing that. Oh, Jesus help me. So um every time I talk about me and my boy my boyfriend, my husband meeting is just like you guys, it was it felt like a freaking movie, okay? It just felt so like surreal, like surreal. The the emotions were just super high. Everything was intense, okay? <laughs> you know, being in puberty, that's when my puberty started, really. I mean, maybe before, like I said, I just didn't know, but when I like started to be, you know, kind of um uh aware of sex and I started having feelings like sexual desires and stuff like that stuff was like around seventh grade for me. I don't know if that's young. (laughs) If it is, then your girl was fast. Okay. So um, when I met him, y'all not going to understand. Okay. So I uh, lived in Inglewood, but I always went to school and did things um, in the Venice area, Venice, California, like beach area. Went to school, all that stuff. So my friends and everybody that I knew were from that those areas, right? So we go to this church, and uh, I see this boy, and he is like fine, like fine, fine, okay. And so I'm like, I've never seen anyone like he looks super exotic. Like, oh, that's what LA boys look like, okay? Right? That's how I'm feeling. And you guys, he was taller than me. Like my husband, he well, he was not my husband at the time, but he was significantly taller than me. And he's only a year older. I was like, wait, I've been in the wrong place this whole time. <laughs> so anyway, I see him and I'm like, yeah, he's cute. But me being the girl who has low self-esteem, I'm thinking I have no 
chance with this boy okay none but I'm gonna look I'm gonna fantasize right so that's what I would do and then uh, I hope y'all got time because I'm like literally taking my time with this um with this podcast right so then um long story short I find out that he likes me okay and I am like wait really why okay he says I'm pretty. He thought I was pretty. I was like, you think I'm pretty? Like, I've never heard a boy say that to me. Not even my father at this point. Okay, so I'm like, really? Y'all, that sent me overboard. So now I'm just, I don't know what happened, but now I'm like obsessed with this boy. He's cute. He's taller than me. He's light complexion because I had a thing for like light complex like you know I'm dark so I wanted light so I think it was that whole thing but you know I'm just like yeah I want this this boy okay and so um I made a mistake of believing that I loved him and I think he did too I can't speak too much for him but I think we he made a mistake too but I'll speak for myself I think I made a mistake with love maybe I made a mistake with love what am, what am I trying to say? So it wasn't, I mistake love for actually trauma bonding. I think we were not, I mean, we were physically attracted to each other. Okay, cool. Check that off. But the the intensity of our relationship was not healthy. <laughs> we took it entirely too serious. I feel like as a child, like we were still children, but we didn't feel like it. But we most definitely were, okay? And so... I think that I made the mistake off the rip. I was like trying to mother him in a way. Like when I look back and God was showing me, it was like I was mothering him in a way. And he was like fathering me. Like things that we were missing or things that we were desiring, I guess from our parents, we were trying to get from each other. I don't know if I'm making sense. I did not know this either, by the way, until like last year and God like broke this down to me and I'm like okay and the reason why I said that is because like um let me say this so if you're if your marriage is like if you're going through it in your marriage right now most of the time it's because the foundation was wrong right um and or like stuff is finally starting to surface okay and God is starting to tear that down and I say that because help me Lord So, like I said, us being together as children, yeah, our our relationship never really evolved. I think we got older, but we still had the same mindset. And we didn't really know what love was. We just knew that we were attracted to each other and we were giving each other what the other person was missing. Okay, yes, thank you, Lord. So, God is saying, like, it's so important. If you're single... It is so important that you are healed first. I did not know that. And some people don't even think that they're broken. When I was dating my boyfriend, I didn't think I was a broken girl. I didn't. I, you know, no one talks about stuff like that, especially back in my days, like or my days <laughs> when I was younger. We didn't talk about things like that. 
I just felt like you like me and I like you and you make me happy and I make you happy. Like, but it's way more complex than that. And so I think because we were holding on to that, sometimes we think of numbers like, oh, we've been together for this long. So this has to work. Right. But it's just so much I could say about this. But yeah, so God was just basically telling me like we were two broken people and y'all, I'm going to tell y'all. The way God gave me this, it kind of hurt my feelings because when I began to heal and began to start my journey, I was like a year in, right? I was a year in and I began to go in. Like, I was like, God, like, like I was just complaining about everything that my husband wasn't and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I'm too good for this man. And I need, like, I was going in and God checked me because he was saying it's not he was saying well this was who you were pretty much he was like this is who you were because you attract who you are literally literally did i say that right you lit- you tr- attract who you are whether it's friends uh yes spouse that is who you are and honestly how your kids are yeah like, it's crazy. But that's a whole other thing about the kids. But when God showed me that, it was almost like he was telling me, like, how can you complain? When Because I began to do the work. And so began, because God started, <clears throat> well, God did the work, really. But I said yes to God. Because I said yes to God wholeheartedly, and he started to heal me and show me things. Then I'm getting frustrated because now I'm looking at who I used to be. <laughs> God checked me. But anyway, so I think I just got off topic. But we our relationship was just so like basically it was just based off of lust and um time because i think we both thought like well i've been with this person for so long this is the one like we've we married the thought for so long that we and then oh then we had a kid together So there was that. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, I didn't even put that in my notes. Okay, so God wanted me to be here. Yeah, so then we had a a child together, and I was 16. 16 and pregnant. Yep, yep, yep. I was 16 and pregnant, and it was, was... That was another thing. So as I talk... Okay, so I find this boy... And he makes me super happy, yada, yada, yada. We are having this intense relationship, <laughs> taking this relationship entirely too seriously. It, and honestly, if I can understand it now, like in hindsight, I was treating my boyfriend like property. Like I wasn't treating him as a person. And I was putting literally all my value into him. And I wanted him to treat me a certain way. I wanted him... And I was very manipulative too. Like, because it was this whole fear of him leaving me. And it actually came to pass. But anyway, so it was just really toxic. Um, Yeah. So anyway, so then um, we have a kid together. We have our firstborn. And that... That was like an extreme blow to myself worth because um 
And I understand. I'm not mad at him about it anymore. But I felt like he left me hanging. Um, I think he got scared when it got real. Belly started growing. People found out. Because I actually hit my pregnancy. And then when people found out, he kind of like ditched me. <laughs> like I was hearing from him less and less. And on top of me feeling disowned. Because I don't think my parents disowned me. But I felt like. They could have handled me better. You know, it was a very, I know that they were disappointed in me. So that's what it was, is that they were disappointed in me. Completely understandable. Okay. But in that moment, I really needed my parents. And um, yeah, I felt like I was alone. So um, walking around, because I, I didn't finish high school, but I still had to finish a little bit last Uh, just in the semester, the fall semester. And so walking around campus was devastating every single day. And um, I used to be angry at my husband or, well, he was my boyfriend at the time. I used to be extremely angry at him because I felt like it wasn't fair. Like we both made this decision, but he can still walk around and have his body to himself. He can go wherever he wants. He can walk around and no one would know that he's a father. Where people would look at me and just know that I have sex. They know that I'm having a baby. They know, you know, they, it's just all out there. You can't hide a pregnancy for so long. Especially because I thought I was a thin girl. Okay. So it was really hard for me um, to go through that like shame it was there was so much shame because I mean you're in high school and people are looking at you and you can see people whispering about you you can see people staring at you um and then people feeling sorry for you and I hated that so it it was very and I'm still grieving that I'm like god when am I gonna heal from this like every time I think about those years I think they're like the most sickening I feel like nauseated <laughs> I just Whew. So anyway, so in that time, um, my everything, who was my boyfriend, and I thought we were going to be like this happy family, it didn't work out that way. He had another girlfriend. There was a lot of <laughs> baby mama drama. That'd be me, the baby mama. <laughs> and I was relentless. Like I wanted him and I felt like he was mine. To me, it was like, Oh, I didn't tell you. I had, we had our first time together. So he's the only person I had sex with. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, how do I give you my body? Right. You know, my, my choice. But I did it because I thought like I wasn't a fast girl. I literally thought that we were going to be together forever. Okay. And um, I'm just kind of like, how dare you do this? Like, because there was an instant change from when I got pregnant to before versus before I was pregnant um as before I was pregnant I think he was kind of like it was equal it was 50 50 like he would chase me he would call me you know what I mean so I felt very secure in our relationship and then when I got pregnant it was like wait what what happened kind of thing and so he um he kind of moved on and I think I don't think he was trying to, he was being a bad person. Like, I don't think it was, 
just like that was his whole plan. I feel that he was scared, like, and he ran. Like, that's what I think. And it's like the story of my life. But anyway, so he ran. And so I was just left alone. And so when he like decided to move on and have another girl, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, you don't get to get me pregnant. And then my whole life changes and you just like leave. Like it was very traumatic for me. Very, very, very traumatic for me. And this is my senior year of high school. I was just like... No child should be that stressed out. <laughs> this is what happens when you decide to do a, the grown-up. This is what happens. I was like, what? So because he just didn't want to be more to me, and I think it's just whatever. It doesn't matter what I think. But because he didn't want to be more to me at that time, um, I felt even more rejected, even more devalued, right? Like my whole life has changed. And so I just started chasing boys. Now I started sleeping around and my body count isn't that high from what I heard. They said it's not that high, but I think it was a lot. (laughs) And so um, what happened was, and I don't know if you guys can relate. So I would reach out to people boys excuse me I would reach out to boys and give them my number and talk to them and lead them on and I don't say I want to I don't want to say lead them on this is what I'm saying when I first gave a guy when I first look at a guy and talk to him I already knew if I was going to sleep with him or not like off the rip I already knew if I was or not to me and I knew the it was in my power in my control whether when I was going to lay down with him or not. So what I would do was, and this is what I think I mean about leading them on, is I would talk to them, text them, talk to them, meet up with them, let them buy me stuff, like, until I was ready to end it. And what I knew was after I lay down with them, it was going to be it. I already knew that. I think it's um, the rejection that I felt from my father for my now husband okay so let's just talk about if if he wasn't my husband so from my child's father the rejection that I felt then like I gave you my body and this is how like I was so hurt and broken about that I internalized that pain and I start hurting guys and I don't know if they cared or not but it to me it was like a fair trade I guess like I'm going to lead you on it. We're going to talk for like about two weeks. And then after that, I'm done with you. I'm going to go ahead and see what's up. And that's it. I wouldn't really expect to hear from them again because I, in my mind, I felt that's how guys were like, and because that's how I felt, I became that way. And it's funny because I talk to women and they're like, Brie, okay, so this is the thing. I guess I'm weird. <laughs> I guess I'm weird because I, I'm i not really affectionate, for one. Well, I'm learning to be. I'm a, I'm a lot softer now that I have kids, but I've never been big on kissing and cuddling and, you know, like, I've never been like that. The mushy, mushy talks and uh, never really been like that. And so when women never understood, like, or guys too, they're like, how do you... Because I was a female. They're like, how do you have sex and not 
be emotionally like have no I had no emotions this one dude said to me like you're like uh well he said a different word so depending on the audience I can't say it but he said you're like a man because I was so detached it was like yeah we can talk because I just wanted attention then it's like okay let's get it popping we do the do okay bye that was it like (laughs) on to the next one like it, it I didn't see it as me being some type of player or uh whatever you want to call hoe, I guess. I don't know. I didn't see it that way. What I saw was I I get what I want, you get what you want, and then we're done, then we're done. Like and it hurt. Like emo like deep down I was hurt because that's not really what I wanted. What I really wanted was to be with my with the father of my uh son that's really what I wanted so like to keep my it was like a distraction yes so I was distracting myself by using other guys and I felt like they didn't care because I knew they weren't really interested in me like sometimes guys I mean guys some guys are a little more clever but the guys I was dealing with were like I mean, I guess that's what I wanted, right? I'm a straight to the point person. So like they'll hit me up and that's like one of the first things they talk about is when we gonna, when we gonna kick it, when we gonna, you know, just ugh. anyway. So that's really what it was. But all of that like was just damaging. Like I was just damaging myself. And then now I'm over here training myself to believe that this is what I'm only good for is my body so then I started to pursue modeling for a little bit and I was just very revealing and my body was nowhere as nice as it even is now which is crazy my body looks better now and I showed less it was just crazy but um I was just doing whatever for attention because I just felt really crappy inside and it's funny because I actually talk about this in my book so, um, then I had my second, I got pregnant again. I have the same father. Um, my kids all have the same father. So I got pregnant again. Cause of course I'm still messing around with the zoo. Of course. So I, um, get pregnant again, right. With my second child. And, um, at this point I was kind of like, I'm tired of this. Like I want him. And the thing is, me and him, me and my now husband, we knew we loved each other. We had this unbreakable bond. And sometimes I think, you okay, so like, y'all know how we can feel, what am I trying to say, Lord? I feel like he was always my husband because we always had this connection, even though it was unhealthy on how we did it. On the less serious side, he's like my best friend. It was so easy to talk to him. We have so much in common. We have similar uh, um, sense of humor and just he. It was it was easy. It was really really easy. And then, like I said, I had my rounds with guys, and there are some guys who were really really sweet to me. Like, these are guys I didn't even sleep with. Ain't that crazy? There were some really really nice guys. And I didn't even sleep with the nice ones. <laughs> like, what is that saying? I'm telling you, I was pretty broken. So anyway, um, even the nice guys, like I didn't feel like I did with um, my husband. And the thing is, 
it would seem as though that I just never got over him. But there was a point where I was I accepted the fact that we weren't going to get back together because he had gotten very serious with this one chick he was with. It was only one chick, but he got really serious with her. Like they were steady for like three years. So I was kind of like, yeah, this is probably it. So even though I was trying to move on and um, I had my hopes open, like I was legit trying to move on and I just didn't find anybody. And so me and my husband kind of like came all the way back around. I don't, I still can't tell y'all how it happened. That's how organic it was because <laughs> even though he had a girlfriend, I didn't care. I still slept with him. Like, oh, okay, well, let's hang out. We had a little family days and I'm sure y'all know. I know I'm not the only one doing that. I know I'm not the only one doing that. This is why I told my husband, I said, like, if we never worked out, I could not date a man who had a child. And it sounded very, like, one-sided. Like, how would you expect a man to be okay with you having kids, but you wouldn't want to? Because I know what goes on. That's why. (laughs) I know what goes on. That's why, like, that's just me, my story. I hope I ain't messing things up for y'all. It could be completely different for you guys. It could be, but I'm just telling you how it was for me. If if there's a real love, a real love behind that, like I just wouldn't even mess with it. So it was a bunch of drama. But anyway, so um, I don't know how we came back around full circle. And so when we did, it seemed very organic. But when we got back together and then I, you know, was pregnant again, this is when it got real because now my dad's looking at me like, okay, you got two kids or you got a second kid coming. You're not married. You're still living in my house. You don't have a job. Like what's going on? Okay. And it does. It looks bad. It looks bad. It looks, it looks like I started off bad and I'm just getting worse like, with life choices. And so I pressured my husband to marry me like because the pressure was on me and I don't think guys realize that us women we get pressured when we are dating a guy or you're with somebody for a long time and there's no ring there's no suggestion that there's marriage coming or is even in the picture because and I get it because I don't think any father any parent will want their daughter to just be out here um, being devoted to somebody without being committed, without a commitment. And the thing is, like I told you guys before, I have three sons and I would feel the same. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't want my sons just investing all this time, you know, like it's like almost like you might as well get married type deal. So anyway, so I was feeling that with my parents And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I, you know, I started to believe that being a wife was going to make, was going to value me. Like it was going to raise my value. Like, okay, now Brie can start coming up. She's not a baby mom anymore. She's not this girl who just has two babies by her boyfriend or whatever he was. Like it was, I just thought it would make me look better and feel better about myself and that was the first furthest thing from the truth because then we got married off of the wrong reasons <laughs> pressure i pressured him because i felt pressured and um 
yeah, we were over here making it seem like everything was good and gravy. And I did not like being a wife because, and this is before I even knew what a wife was. Like, I just found out what a wife was. You know, to us, we just think a wife is a title. You get the last name, you get to have sex, uh, people will accept you as a couple, like, you know, whatever the case may be, but it was not that. If anything, um, I started to see a lot more and (laughs) discover a lot more about him that I didn't like. And I was like, what the heck? Like, now you feel stuck. (laughs) Gotta do your homework. You gotta do your homework. Cause, and this is the thing, I was living with him, not married to him for maybe two years you were like shacking up is what they call it because we had two kids together yeah I think it was like two years we were living together and it's like crazy like the moment we get married I just start finding out a whole lot of other stuff like it seemed like everything just surfed I'm like wait what because I would your girl would have ran okay I would have ran like I don't want this so then like while married like I said I got married for the wrong reason it led me to talking to another man because me thinking that I'm married to this man, he's supposed to be doing all this. He's supposed to make me feel complete. He's supposed to make me feel beautiful. He is supposed to be there when I need him. He's supposed to just be consumed in me like I'm consumed in him. Like I literally thought that and that's a lie. (laughs) That was a huge lie. And so when I wasn't getting those things, it just... I went and looked for another person. And when I started talking to another guy while married, yes, I had an affair while I was married. And I think emotional affairs are worse for women. Like, I mean, I know I said I'm not emotional. No, I'm not affectionate. But emotionally being invested, yeah. Like, that was different. Because like I said, I can have sex and it'd be nothing. But emotionally, I was involved with somebody like thinking about them and caring about what they thought yeah it was just talking like it was like the talking and the time and him listening to me so those things that I wasn't getting from my husband I got from another man but it was like the whole 80 20 because that 20 percent of him just listening and talking to me was not worth it because this dude was nothing he was nothing no kind of kingdom okay no kind of kingdom not for me and um again devalued devalued that like okay so how are you getting rejected or how are you feeling rejected by somebody who's not even your husband Bree, get your life together like it was it was bad and this like I said some of us It takes a lot for us, like, literally to get to the end of ourselves. And that's what it was. And that's how I found God. Because it was just all of this, like, I just felt like I was getting lower and lower and lower and lower in my life. Even if I was making it seem like things were good. Like, it wasn't. And so when I found God, I realized that I was looking for God this whole time in all the wrong places all the wrong places because if you think about it the whole timeline every single thing that I ended up doing was me looking to feel a void it was me looking to feel like I belonged or feel like I was beautiful or feel like I was worth something feeling like I was valued or something 
the whole time. And all I was doing was breaking myself more and more and more into millions and millions and millions of pieces. And it wasn't until like when I found God and he started to tell me like, you look for a man to feel a place that only I can feel. God said that so clearly, y'all. And I didn't even, I wasn't reading the Bible at that time. I remember I was taking a shower and I don't know, I just hear him in the shower a lot. And I was just crying. Like, life sucks. And I'm like, I feel real crappy about myself. I don't like myself. But I didn't like myself because I didn't know myself. I was too busy looking for me and other people. Like, it's just this crazy cycle. This crazy cycle. And the thing is, like, we don't know better. We don't even know it better. If you, okay, we go all the way back to the timeline. Who was going to show me that? Who was going to pour into me that? Like when my, my parents weren't poured into like that, when their parents weren't poured into like that, when their parents weren't maybe, right, weren't poured into like that. Like, how was I supposed to know? And that's why like my ministry is so raw in the way that it is, is because I understand that some people just don't know. Like, how would they? So the revelation God gave me um, recently was literally that even the warfare that I'm facing today still has some things to do with old wounds that the enemy is using to hurt me, like in my flesh. Like there's still some deliverances that I need to go through by myself. There's still some breakthroughs that I need to get through. Or waiting on God to, yeah, get through by myself. Um, People who are in marriages, like sometimes we think that is them. We think it's it's our partner, but it's real, like it is and it's not. And that's what I'm going to, I'm preparing for you guys. Um, The Lord is literally directing me on how to do this, where I'm going to be able to share these things with you guys and share like how I got these victories, how I got to this place where I absolutely love myself. I value myself. Your girl has standards now. I no longer feel like I have to show my body off. Like, let me tell you something real quick. (laughs) So my birthday's coming up. It's a big birthday for me. I'm turning 30. Uh, I was like very apprehensive about it. Wasn't excited, nothing until recently. Um, this is going to be a completely new chapter and I'm excited, right? So I wanted to celebrate, um, for sure, go to dinner, right? And I was looking for my dress because you know how Amazon is. Like, I don't want them being funny with sending my stuff late. <laughs> Not on my birthday, right? So I ordered my dress. Or, or Actually, it was a romper. Cute. It was like, this from my ladies, okay? This is this cute romper. So they were like shorts and um, the, the top part of it were like long sleeve. Um, it was like sheer almost, not too like see-through. Um, classy, like I loved it. Like the way that it made my shape look, um, it wasn't too revealing, except I have very long legs. So I put it on and, you know... Let's say this. I just couldn't do nothing. If I were if I were going to wear that, I would have to just stand. Okay? And so, I was like, you know, I could do that. <laughs> I didn't want to let it go, y'all. It was so 
pretty, y'all. God would not leave me alone. He was like, you cannot wear that. You cannot wear that. Now, God, he hasn't convicted me yet to, or I don't know if ever, to wear like potato sack clothes. And, you know, I haven't felt that. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. Maybe God told you you cannot wear anything that is skin tight. Okay, that's what God told you. It's so crazy. People will put what God put on them on that. And I know the Bible says to dress modestly, right? I get that. And I can tell you right now that romper was not modest. Mm -mm. It wasn't. And I was like, well, you know, just this one time, it's just this one day. And I get this to my sister or somebody. Like, I just get rid of it. God said, no, he made me take it back. (laughs) I had to return it. So now I have this uh, dress. This is black dress real simple but it's classy it's fitting but it goes past like well past my knees and I'm like okay like (laughs) I don't know why I told y'all that but oh yes self-value so now it's like Brie isn't having to show off her body I don't feel like I have to if anything when certain men give me attention I'm kind of like turned off because I'm so focused on God and being God's wife. Like, I'm not interested in other guys because I realize that people don't give me the satisfaction, not even close, than what God can give me. And I realized that I was just lost this whole time. Like, I don't want to repeat myself. I think you guys get what I'm saying. Just know that if this is you, I am going to literally show you how God got me to where I am now. Uh, I don't even think I'm completely there. I feel like there's always going to be room for improvement. There's always going to be another level to reach when you are on a walk with Christ. And that is not to make you feel like, oh, I'm never going to get it. No, it's just God keeps updating you. (laughs) He literally just dropped that in my head. It's like getting a phone, like, or whatever, it's not that it's bad. It's just there's better for you. And as he takes you from glory to glory, that's how you get blessed, even more blessed. And he takes you higher and higher. So we're never stuck in the same place. Like, that's how bomb God is. So that's all your girl has for you guys. I just wanted to share, uh, just share that with you guys. Um and even so, like when I talk to you guys, I'm processing with you. <laughs> I'm ministering to myself as I minister to you guys. It's just, it's beautiful. Like I love God so much. Um, I had a mentor a few years ago and she was the one, God used her. She was a catalyst because uh, we don't talk anymore. But God definitely used that because there's something she said to me and it, Like, I was like, I want that. She said that she's addicted to God's word and she's addicted to God. And I was like, I don't know if that sounds bad, but I was like, I want that. And y'all, like, that's how I feel. Like, I just can't get enough of God. Like, I can't. So this is to show you that even if you are in a bad place or you feel like you're lost and you feel like you're confused, you feel like your life isn't going the way that you will want, you've experienced a lot of heartbreak, um, trauma, 
emotional damage, stuff like that, even if that is the case, like God is using that for a good reason. It does suck, but let me be a testimony to you. Like, look where I am now. Even though like I'm still having to heal from my past being 16 and pregnant, like had I not gone through all that I went through, I wouldn't have even have a ministry. Like, you know, you guys wouldn't even have me to listen to had I not gone through that. So it's always for something. And I don't regret it because it's made me who I am today. The heart, the pain, the the rejections, you know, all of it. And so I'm thankful. <laughs> so anyway, I love you guys. That's literally all that I have for you guys. Feel free to email me. Um, tell me what you think. Uh, I do want an idea of how many people would want to be a part of this uh, journey. That's what I'll call it. So let me know if this um, bless you. You guys, I love you guys so much. And you guys really too. Like besides God, of course, you guys keep me going. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for those emails when you're like, Bree, you said it all. You're not crazy. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. It it encourages me. And you guys, um, you guys too boost my confidence and it makes it less scary. I'm going to always do what God tells me to do because I love God, but it's less nerve wracking to know like, okay, there's people that relate. So I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you guys. Truly, truly. So that's all I got. I'm rambling at this point. So I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. I love you guys. You guys have a good one. Okay. Bye.